ഹ <laughs> ഫിറീ <laughs> and how a person is going to die that is only known to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has already fixed a specific life span for each and every individual and definitely without doubt we're going to leave this world but the very important thing is how we're going to leave this world when we're going to die that is fixed we don't know but we have to be prepared for it where we're going to die that also only Allah ta'ala knows we have to be prepared for it but how we're going to die is a very important thing and 
most of us, most of us, we desire and we like to die in a nice way, in a beautiful way. Many of us have this aspiration, I would like to pass away in sajda. Everybody, they have this desire and aspiration, you know, with the tilawat of Quran, or at least with the kalima on my lips. Or we have this desire that I must pass away, I must die in Makkah and Medina. Although when people go for Umrah and Hajj, they say, not this Umrah, next Umrah. I want to die in Makkah, Medina, but not this Umrah, next Umrah. But whatever it is, everyone has this desire that I must die in a, and have a beautiful mort and a beautiful death. But in the eyes of Allah, which is the best mort, which is the best death? And that is the death of a martyr and of shahadat. Dying for the sake of Allah, being killed, being martyred, or what you can say, assassinated for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Dying as a shaheed is the greatest and the best form of death. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said in one hadith, وَالَّذِي نَفْسُ مُحَمَّدٍ بِيَدِهِ By the oath of the being in whose hand is the life of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, لَوَدِتُ أَنْ أَغْزُ فَأُقْتَلْ ثُمَّ أَغْزُ فَأُقْتَلْ ثُمَّ أَغْزُ فَأُقْتَلْ أو كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said my heart's desire is that I should go out in the path of Allah and I should fight for the sake of Allah I should fight for the sake of Allah and I should be killed I should be made shaheed then I must be given life again I must fight again in the path of Allah I must be made shaheed again I must go out and fight again I must be made shaheed again Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is desirous of shahadat Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala used to make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he should say, Oh Allah, Allahumma rizukni shahadatan fi sabili waj'al mawti fi baladu rasulika sallallahu alayhi wa sallam He should make, make dua to Allah that, Oh Allah, grant me shahadat martyrdom in your path and let me die in the beloved city of your Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Sahaba Ikram used to wonder how will this dua ever be fulfilled. Because in the, early, in the time of Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, battles were taking place far from Medina. They were conquering Rome and Persia and all those. And Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, because of the responsibilities of the state and the affairs of the Muslims, he was in Medina Sharif all the time. Many a times he wanted to go out in jihad and the Sahaba told him, no, you have to remain behind. Who's going to take responsibility and who's going to take care of the affairs of the, Mus of the Muslims? And Sah Sahaba used to wonder how this dua of Umar radiallahu ta'ala is ever going to be fulfilled because he's asking for two, two things. One is to pass away in the path of Allah and as, as a shaheed, to pass away as a shaheed. And the other is in the city of Medina, in the city of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa and it so happened whilst he was reading the Fajr Salah, Abu Lulu the, Abu Lulu the Majusi, the fire worshipper, he assassinated Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu. The incident is lengthy. But this was the desire of Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in one hadith he mentions, and he says that when a person goes into Jannah, any person going into Jannah, even if you offer him the entire world and everything that the world contains, he will never desire to come back into this world in the shaheed except the shaheed. A shaheed will wish to come back into the world not for the dunya, not for the world. He will desire to come into this world to come and fight again in the path of Allah. 
to go and give his life again for the sake of Allah because in that to 10 times he will desire to come back and go back come back and go back why because he will see or he realize what is the maqam and the status and what honor Allah has given to a shaheed a mu'min and a believer should desire shahadat we should have this desire in our hearts that I must die for the deen of Allah we must have this desire in our hearts you see Sahaba Kiram, they used to wait for shahadat. They used to make dua for, sh for, sh for shahadat. Hazrat Khalid bin Walid anhu, who was known as Sayfullah, the sword of Allah. He was passing away on his bed in his house and he is crying profusely. Sahaba Kiram that were around him or the people that were around him say, why are you crying? You are Sayfullah. You have been given great title by 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 Nabi Kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam. You waged so many wars and jihad. You know, you went out in the different parts of the world waging jihad for the sake of Allah. Why are you crying? He says, I am crying because I am passing away in my house on my bed. You know, I had gone every time. There is not a spot on my body that does not have a wound of a sword or an arrow or a spear. But look at how I am passing away. So then it was explained to him that you are safe Allah. You are the sword of Allah. And the sword of Allah cannot be broken. You cannot fall in the battlefield. But this was the desire of, of Sahaba Ikram. Once One Sahabi comes to in Masjid al-Nabawi. And in his salah he makes dua. And he says, Allahumma a'tini afdala ma tu'ti ibadat as-salihin. Oh Allah, grant me the best that you ever grant to any of your pious servants. Nabi Sallallahu overheard him making this dua. Nabi Sallallahu called him and said, who made this dua? He said, yes, I made this dua. So Nabi Sallallahu said to him, then be prepared. Your horse is going to be wounded and you are going to become shaheed. What is meant by this? That he asked for the best which Allah will ever give to a pious servant of his. And there is nothing better than martyrdom. So we should desire for more, as we should desire for the, the, the mort of a shaheed. We should desire for, for, for shahadat. Hazrat Rafi bin Khadij radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he came to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he joined Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in an expedition. He was a very young sahabi at that time. According to some narrative, it was at the time of the battle of Uhud. And an arrow pierced the body of Hazrat Rafi bin Khadij radiallahu ta'ala anhu. And as we all know, the arrows in the olden times had like a, like a triangular head in front and then the, the shaft and then the stick. So the arrow pierced him and the shaft was sticking out, but the head of the arrow was inside his body. He comes to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he says, Ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, remove this arrow for me. So Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, I give you two options. One option is that I uh, remove the entire arrow from your body. The other option is that the head of the arrow will remain in your body and I will break off the shaft, the stick. The shaft will be removed, but the head of the arrow will remove, it will, will remain in your body, but I give witness that you will be shaheed. He said, Ya Rasulullah, sallallahu leave the arrow in my body, leave the head of the arrow in my body. Com commentators and the narrators of this incident, they say that Hazrat Rafi bin Khadij lived till the time of Hazrat Muawiyah During the time of Muawiyah that wound, he fought many battles after that, but that wound which he sustained with Rasulullah it opened up. 
And because of that wound, he passed away. And definitely, Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam will give shahadat, will give witness on the day of Qiyamah that Rafi bin Khadij radiyallahu ta'ala anhu was a shaheed in the path of Allah. One Bedouin came and joined Rasulullah sallallahu in the Khaybar expedition. The Khaybar exp expedition, the Muslims got many, a lot of booty. They received a lot of booty. So his portion was, uh, was uh, the, the booty was being distributed and his portion was sent to him. So when it was brought to him, he said, hey, I didn't go out in the path of Allah too for booty. Well, it's part of jihad. So he said, no, I didn't go out in the path of Allah for this. I don't want this booty. I went out in the path of Allah because I wanted an arrow to come and pierce me here and it must come out the other side. See? And then he joined very soon thereafter and this was uh, mentioned to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said he's a very sincere sahabi but nevertheless he joined Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the next expedition and whilst they were out an arrow came and pierced him exactly on the spot that he pointed and it came through, through his neck and he became shaheed. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam arranged for his gusal and his kafan and whatever his body was placed there and Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam makes dua to Allah and says Ya Allah, here lies a sincere servant of yours. He migrated for your sake and oh Allah, I am happy with him and I bear witness that he is a shaheed. So even the sahaba ikram were, were envious of the maqam and status of that sahabi. Like that there are many, many incidents of sahaba ikram that had given their lives for the sake of Allah and that too happily. A sahabi is being executed and he's saying, Fustu wa Rabbil Kaaba. I am successful by the oath of the Lord of the Kaaba. Why? Because they understood what was the maqam and the status of a shaheed. Hazrat Yasir radiallahu ta'ala anhu and his entire family Ammar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, his wife Hazrat Sumayya radiallahu ta'ala anha, they were being tortured by the kuffar. Hazrat Sumayya radiallahu ta'ala anha, Abu Jahl put his spear to the most private part of her body. And she was the first martyr in the history of Islam. The first martyr in Islam was a woman and she was, uh, what you can say, killed in this brutal way. When they were being tortured, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam being the great Nabi of Allah, he could have just made dua to Allah, he was mustajab al ta'awad, yani Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala could have removed them immediately from the uh, atrocities that were being leveled against them. But what did Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam tell them? Sabran ya Ali Yasir. Sabran ya Ali Yasir. Make sabr o Ali Yasir. All the family of Yasir makes sabr. Why? Because a mu'min and a believer's focus is on the akhirah. They say when a person is dying and is being made shaheed, before his blood touches the ground, his gunas and sins are forgiven. Before he can even leave this world, before he can even die, he already sees his maqam and his status in Jannah. He is made to wear a robe of, uh, and, and a robe of iman. A crown is placed on his head, the brilliance of which, which will, one ruby on the crown, will outshine the brilliance of the sun. He is granted 72 holes of Jannah. When he is leaving this world, about to die, the two of those holes come and come and take his ruh, escort his ruh, waiting to take his ruh. They say, a shaheed will not go through any accountability, hisab and kitab. When everybody else will be going through Hisab and Kitab, the Shuhada will be waiting in a VIP lounge which is described in the Ahadith as a beautiful green dome. 
and they will be waiting there right by the gates of Jannah in a VIP lounge enjoying themselves whilst everybody else will be going through Hisab Kitab. And once Hisab Kitab is over, then they will be the first ones to enter into Jannah. And many a times we think and we see, or we think, you know, look at what a gruesome death. But if you think back, the body of Hazrat Hamza radiallahu ta'ala anhu, the uncle, beloved uncle of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, his nose was cut off, his ears were cut off, all the vitals from inside were removed. His body was completely, what you can say, uh, you know, uh, um, completely butchered as that. You know? And Nabi Akareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was profusely crying at that time. Crying at looking at the beloved uncle, uh, Hazrat Hamza radiallahu ta'ala anhu. So in the same way you find that history bears testimony to this fact. That many, many people gave their lives in this brutal way. But it was for the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and not only that, because there is another beautiful life awaiting them there. So it comes in the hadith, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, لَا يَجِدُ شَهِيدُ مِنَ الْقَتْلِ إِلَّا كَمَا يَجِدُ أَحَدَكُمْ مَسَّ الْقَرْسَةِ Or كَمَا قَالَ عَلَيْهِ صَلَاةُ وَالسَّلَامِ Sometimes we think, you know, he's going through such a, you know, such a brutal death. But Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, a shaheed, the, 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 what you can say, the pain and the hurt that he goes through is just like a pinch on his body. And now lately there was a report of a mother from Palestine, from Gaza, who saw in a dream, saw her son, little boy, and he says, oh my son, where, where are you? He says, oh mother, I'm in such a beautiful place. Asked, what happened? He says, no, I was running towards you. And then somebody pinched me. And I carried on running until I came into this beautiful garden. This is in keeping with this hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This is, is reported. So I, I just came into this beautiful garden. And like that, there are so many examples. Now, present day of beautiful fragrance emanating from the bodies of the shuhada. So, you we should take a lesson from what is happening here. At least this much should be in the heart of every believer that I desire shahadat. I desire to give my life for the deen of Allah. In one hadith, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, مَنْ مَاتَ وَلَمْ يَغْزُ وَلَمْ يُحَدِّثْ بِهِ نَفْسُ مَاتَ عَلَى شُعْبَةٍ مِّنْ نِفَاقٍ If a person dies, never wait jihad anytime. Perhaps we didn't get the opportunity. Perhaps we didn't get an, an occasion where we needed to go out and fight. But at the same time, وَلَمْ يُحَدِّدْ بِهِ نَفْسُ The hadith says he didn't even desire it in his heart. A mu'min and a believer has to have this desire in his heart for shahadat. He didn't even desire it in his heart. مَا تَعَلَى شَعْبَةٍ مِّن نِفَاقٍ He will die on, on nifaq and hypocrisy. Allah Ta'ala save us from that. So we should have this desire for shahadat. What is happening in that part of the world, whenever we see those incidents and we see those pictures, etc., you know, there's a lot of things that are coming up in the news, etc. This should actually create a desire in our hearts for shahadat. We make dua for, for them. And we, can, we, we, we should constantly make dua for them. And at the same time, we should rectify our lifestyles rectify our, uh, uh, our mindset, etc., and have this desire for shahadat also. A shaheed's maqam and status in the courts of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is extremely high. And every mu'min and believer should have the desire for shahadat. Now coming to the 
come, coming to the aspect regarding what is happening in Gaza, when you look into, into Quran, you will find that what is happening today has happened many times already in the past. And then a few ayats of the um, and many ayats of the Quran explains this also. But in Surah Qasas, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in the beginning of Surah Qasas, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Inna fir'awna ala fil ar, wa ja'ala ahlaha shi'ai, yastabi'ifu ta'ifatan minhum, yudabbihu abana'ahum wa yastahi nisa'ahum, innahu kana minal mufsidin. Allah ta'ala makes mention of Fir'aun. Now Fir'aun is a title that is given to the rulers of, e of Egypt. And there were many Fir'auns that came. And each one that came was worse than the other. Until the one that came in the time of Musa alayhi Exactly the same thing in Israel today. So many rulers came. One worse than the other. And now you got such a big shaitan at the moment. Eh? Just like the Fir'aun in the time of Musa alayhi In the Quran he is referred to as Dhul Awtar. The man of pigs, where he used to pick the people's hands and feet onto a board. Then he used to let loose scorpions and snakes on them. And at times he used to slaughter their own children on top of their bodies. The children on top of their bodies he used to slaughter, he used to slaughter them. And Allah Ta'ala says, Inna Fir'aun ala fil Fir'aun had glorified himself on earth. He thought he was the best and he had everything. Israel is the same. They have glorified themselves on earth. They have glorified themselves in such a way that they think there's nobody like them. They are the superpowers of the world. They have everything. They have the support of all the other superpower countries of the world. And they think there's nobody. They have glorified themselves. Inna Fir'auna ala fil ard. Fir'aun glorified himself. Inna Fir'auna ala fil ard. Wa ala ahlaha. Shia'i And he made them into groups In his country the same thing as apartheid There was apartheid in Egypt also In the time of Fir'aun He segregated the, pe the people Some had all privileges And the others were deprived of all privileges Some had access to every privilege They had access to, ev to everything Others had access to nothing So the Bani Israel were the slaves of Fir'aun the Bani Israel were the slaves of Fir'aun. They had access to everything. And they had access to, not, to nothing. And Fir'aun had access to, and his people had access to everything. Allah had granted them, granted Fir'aun a lot of wealth. Allah had granted him a massive army. He had, he had everything. And what did he do? يَسْتَدْعِفُ طَائِفَةً مِّنْهُمْ He suppressed one group of people referring to the Bani Israel. Exactly what Israel is doing today. They have suppressed one group and they have, uh, what you can say, extolled and glorified another group. Another group have all facilities, they have all the privileges, etc. And the other group has been suppressed and been oppressed. They were slaughtering, they were slaughtering all the male issues amongst the Bani Israel, according to some of the narration, between 40 to 100,000 babies of the Bani Israel were slaughtered. For between 40 to 100,000, according to some, some, some narrations, were slaughtered of the children of the Bani Israel. By who? By Firaun and his army. And why did he do this? He did this out of a fear of one child. He did this out of a fear of the birth of Musa alayhi salatu wasalam. 
And why is Israel today murdering thousands and thousands of children and women, etc., out of the fear of one resistant group, one very weak uh, resistant group? They are not weak, they have the power of Allah with them. But what I mean in terms of the, of the warfare, etc., they out of fear of one resistant group, they are massacring thousands and thousands of children and women, etc. They are indiscriminately bombing, uh, you know, entire towns and cities they are bombing out of the fear of one, uh, one resistant group. Like that Firaun out of the fear of one child, which the astronomers told him about the birth of Musa والسلام, who will come and take over his, his uh, throne. Out of fear for that he began to murder and Leave, leave alone that when Musa والسلام, took the message of Dawud to him, you know, he refused to accept. He brought the magicians to challenge Musa والسلام, according to some narrations, there were 80,000 80,000 magicians that came to challenge Musa When they threw down the staffs, the entire maidan and the huge field was covered with snakes and scorpions, etc. The people went into anxiety out of that, just the sheer, uh, what you can say, number of that snakes and scorpions that were on the field. Allah Ta'ala commanded Musa throw down your staff. He threw down the staff, a massive, huge serpent. It turned into a huge serpent. Some of the narration say when it opened its mouth, it was 40 meters wide. And it swallowed all the, the things that the, that the magicians made. See, magicians made. When the magicians saw that, 80,000 of them all went into sajda. And they brought iman upon Musa والسلام, When he, they, they brought iman, then Firaun threatened them. And he said that I am going to cut off your hand, your one arm and the opposite leg, I will cut it off. And I am going to crucify you all. According to some, some narrations, mention is made that 80,000 of those magicians were executed by Firaun. Executed by Firaun. Say Musa salatu salam started making dua to Allah and began to cry that these were the ones who brought iman upon me. They just brought iman. And look at how brutally Firaun killed kill them. Allah Ta'ala looking at the tears of Kalimullah, of Musa alayhi salatu salam. Allah Ta'ala opened the realms of the Akhirat before Musa alayhi salatu salam. And he saw the honor and the maqam and the status that Allah gave to the, the magicians. Musa alayhi salatu salam began to smile. He got solace that this is the maqam and status Allah gave those, we can say, revert Muslims. Those that accepted Iman, just accepted, accepted Iman. Now the other question comes about, is that that serpent, which could swallow all the magic of the magicians, it had the power to swallow Firaun. Once you swallowed Firaun, problem solved. But that's not the system of Allah. That is not the system of Allah. Allah wanted to destroy Firaun himself. Firaun will commit a certain level of oppression, and then the Nusrat and the help of Allah will come. And when the help and the Nusrat of Allah came, Allah says, وَنُمَكِّنَ لَهُمْ فِي الْأَرْضِ وَنُرِيَ فِرْعَوْنَ وَهَامَانَ وَجُنُودَهُمَا مِنْهُمْ مَا كَانُوا يَحْذَرُونَ Then we decided, we decided to grant authority to the Bani Israel. We, we decided to grant authority to the Bani Israel. See, وَنُمَكِّنَ لَهُمْ فِي الْأَرْضِ and then that which Firaun was fearing, 
Allah made Fir'aun, Haman, Wajunuduma. The IDF also you can say. You know that this thing. Wajunuduma. Fir'aun, Haman, you can say the Netanyahu, his entire cabinet. Wajunuduma and the IDF. The, the, the whole entire army. Allah Ta'ala showed Fir'aun his army and his ministers that which they feared. They feared the coming of Musa Allah Ta'ala made it such that Musa was brought up in the very palace. And eventually Allah Ta'ala caused the destruction of Fir'aun. He and his entire army were drowned in the sea. It is just to wait for this decision of Allah. We have to make dua to Allah. We have to make uh, as whatever way we can assist, we should assist. We should continuously, uh, you know, make tawbah, istighfar, rectify our lifestyle, etc. And understand, wala Allah is not unaware of whatever is happening throughout the world. There is a system of Allah and the system of Allah will prevail on the surface of the earth. And always the outcome the best outcome is therefore the people of Iman and Amal Saliha. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us topic. Alhamdulillah, ونشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله المبعوث إلى الأسود والأحمر المنعوث لشرح الصدر ورفع الذكر صلى الله تعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وأصحابه الذين هم خلاصة العرب العرباء وخير الخلائق بعد الأنبياء أما بعد فيا أيها الناس وحد الله فإن التوحيد رأس الطاعات واتقوا الله فإن التقوى ملاك الحسنات وعليكم بالسنة فإن السنة تهدي إلى الإطاعة ومن أطاع الله ورسوله فقد رشد واهتدى وإياكم والبدعة فإن البدعة تهدي إلى المعصية ومن يأس الله ورسوله فقد دل وغوى وعليكم بالسنة 
ഫൈനീം ഹീം ഫലാ <laughs> الله الله في اصحابي لا تتخذهم غرضا من بعدي فمن احبهم فبحبي احبهم ومن ابغضهم فببغضي ابغضهم وخير امتي قرني ثم الذين يلونهم ثم الذين يلونهم ربنا اتنا في الدنيا حسنه وفي الاخره حسنه وقنا عذاب النار اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى من الفعل والقول والنيه والهدى انك على كل شيء قدير اللهم اغفر لنا وللمؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات والف بين قلوبهم واصلح ذات بينهم وانصرهم على عدوك وعدوهم اللهم لعن الكفرة الذين يصدون عن سبيلك ويكذبون رسلك ويقاتلون أولياءك 
اللهم شتت شملهم اللهم مزق جمعهم اللهم خالد بين كلمتهم وزلزل أقدامهم اللهم إنا نجعلك في نحورهم ونعوذ بك من شرورهم ونعوذ بك من شرورهم ونعوذ بك من شرورهم اللهم أنزل بهم بأسك الذي لا ترده عن القوم المجرمين وصلى الله على النبي الكريم وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعيدكم لعلكم تذكرون واذكروا الله يذكركم ودعوه يستجيب لكم ولذكر الله أكبر والله يعلم ما تصنعون Please ensure that the steps are straight, heels in line, and shoulder to shoulder. Based uh, on the left hand side, facing the Qibla direction, there is space there. You can just fill in the gaps in front. Try not to leave any gaps in between or any incomplete steps. Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar. Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah, ashhadu an la ilaha illallah. Ashhadu an Muhammad Rasulullah, ashhadu an Muhammad Rasulullah. حيا على الصلاة حيا على الصلاة حيا على الفلاح حيا على الفلاح قد قامت الصلاة قد قامت الصلاة الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين انعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين والتين والزيتون وطور سينين وهذا البلد الامين لقد خلقنا الإنسان في أحسن تقويم ثم رددناه أسفل سافلين إلا الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات فلهم فلهم أجر غير ممنون فما يكذبك بعد بالدين أليس الله بأحكم الحاكمين الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمدا الله الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم تقيم شراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين رأيت الذي يكذب بالدين فذلك الذي يدع اليتيم ولا يحض على طعام المسكين فويل للمصلين الذين هم عن صلاتهم ساهون الذين هم يراءون ويمنعون الماعون
الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله الحمد لله رب العالمين ولا قيمه للمتقين والصلاه والسلام على اشرف الانبياء والمرسلين اللهم يا ربي صل وسلم دائما ابدا على حبيبك وفضل الخلق كلهم ربنا فاغفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر عنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الابرار ربنا واجعلنا مسلمين لك ومن ذريتنا امه مسلمه لك وارنا مناسكنا وتب علينا انك انت التواب الرحيم ربنا اتنا في الدنيا حسنه وفي الاخره حسنه وقنا عذاب النار اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى من الفعل والقول والنيه والهدى انك على كل شيء قدير اللهم بارك لنا في الموت وفيما بعد الموت اللهم انا نسالك الهدى والتقى والعفاف والغنى اللهم يا رب صل وسلم دائما ابدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم ربنا تقبل منا انك انت السميع العليم وتب علينا يا مولانا انك انت التواب الرحيم سبحان ربك رب العزه عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين